Welcome to an enlightened hour of interactive talk. This is Guided Spirit Conversations with host Marla Goldberg. In this program, we spotlight guests from all over the globe who have helped others change their lives and will provide you with the tips, tools, and techniques that you need to help you make a difference in your own life. Now, here is Marla Goldberg. Hello, everyone. How are you doing this wonderful Thursday? Well, I'm doing great, and I'm so excited about today's show and what we're going to talk about because it's about manifestation. It's about the law of attraction, and I have three amazing experts with me. So my first expert is Sheila Applegate. Sheila is a manifestation coach, presenter, best-selling author of Enchanted One, The Portal to Love, and host host of Consciously Awesome Live on Solivity TV. Sheila's Consciously Awesome Group coaching program provides a blueprint to release personal roadblocks, ignite the imagination, and embrace an abundant life of joy and passion that is available to everyone. Sheila's Conscious Meditation Technique incorporates a unique formula that fosters instant integration into conscious living. Beyond the services Sheila offers the world, she has diligently mastered the ability to live in conscious oneness throughout her daily experiences. Sheila believes it is a natural ability of all human beings to navigate conscious oneness and to have unlimited communication with energies beyond the physical. She has dedicated her life to guiding people to attain this level of conscious living. Welcome, Sheila. Thank you. Next, we have Dr. James Alvino. Jim is an international speaker and speaker trainer, author, award-winning business coach, and spiritual entrepreneur. He is certified as a law of attraction trainer, quantum activist, and Ho'oponopono practitioner. Dr. Alvino is known by the media pundits as your law of attraction business coach for his distinction in teaching what he calls the energetic components of success, including the fundamentals of neuroscience and quantum physics. In his book, Explorer's Guide to a Law of Attraction, How to Tap into the Quantum Heart for Happiness and Success, he chronicles his own spiritual journey and introduces numerous mindsets and meditation techniques techniques, excuse me, for helping the reader break through personal limitations in seeking fulfillment. And last but definitely not least is Life Coach David Bartke, or Life Coach David. He, David has been certified as a law of attraction life coach for the past 10 years. He has written two books, Vibratize Your Life and Magnetize Your Life, which tell the reader how to use the law of attraction in a real way each and every day. He also wrote a 21-day self-guided program called Living the Law of Attraction. David hosts a popular law of attraction podcast, with you, which you can find at lawofattractioncoach.podbean.com. Dot com and on other popular podcast platforms. So welcome, David. Thank you. Thank welcome, you. Jim. If I forgot to welcome you, welcome everyone. <laughs> so this, you know, it's January. It's the beginning of the year, and people make resolutions or intentions. But what do you coach your clients to do? How how do we, you know, start re re calibrate 2021 to really get into the law of attraction and manifest your your dreams and desires. Sheila, I'm going to start with you. Thank you. 
Well, I think the most important thing, like you said, a lot of people will start with New Year's resolution and maybe they're always doing the same thing. <laughs> you know, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to exercise or whatever that is that we kind of do as a collective. But what we really want to do is get in tune with ourselves and feel what we're passionate about and then begin to draw that in in a way that is fun and imaginative so that we keep doing it for the whole year. That's great. Um, David, what is your, what do you tell your clients? Well, I do like to tell my clients to set a few wonderful positive intentions for the upcoming year. You know, like I want my year, this year is going to be an amazing year in every way. I'm going to be feel really good, really high vibration the whole year. Like just to set those good positive intentions and to keep focusing on what they want with a positive expectation that, it is going to happen so that they're in the vibration of what they want. Excellent. And Dr. Jim. Yes. I take a slightly different approach and um, based on a couple different techniques that all of us have heard about, for example, writing your own eulogy, you know, what does your life look like at the end of it? What have you done? So I've created something very recently that I call um, looking back or the year in retrospect. And it's January 1, 2022, and what have I done? And I look back at all the accomplishments and all the things that I wanted to achieve and so forth as having done them. So this is, this is one of my latest techniques that, uh, that I'm working with, and it actually is, is working, um, working quite well in terms of the feelings that go into the, the expectations that you have for yourself, the goals that you project, how you really want to see them materialize. And that's how, that's how I've been doing it these days. That's, it's unique. That's a unique way of doing it. So let's talk about, let's go to law of attraction and manifesting. So <clears throat> your perspective of what law of attraction is and how it brings manifest, how one is able to manifest through it. So I'm going to start with David this time. Sure. Well, my favorite definition of the law of attraction is like energy attracts like energy. And what's even under that is the way we think about something causes us to feel a certain way about it. So, you know, we're thinking more negatively about something. We're in what's called a low vibration about it. And that feeling, that vibration that we're kind of putting out that's what law of attraction is picking up on and saying, okay, here's more of that. So if someone's thinking like, let's take money for an example. So if someone's thinking, oh, I have so many bills. I never have enough money. Then they're putting out that low vibration about money. So they're going to keep experiencing that. However, if someone, even if they don't have a lot of money, but they're thinking more positively about it, like, oh, if I had unlimited money, I would buy this, buy this, buy this. And if they would just get into a really higher really feel good feeling about money, then they would be in a high vibration about money and then they would attract because that's the vibration they're putting out about it. That's kind of the basic way of how I think of it. Perfect. So Sheila? I would say I, I think about it in a similar way of frequency. Uh, so when we're in alignment with our 
thoughts and our emotions and our soul or source energy, then we're resonating at a certain frequency and like frequencies will be attracted to each other. And so that just allows the space to draw into your experience those things that you desire the most. Thank you. And Jim? I've My understanding and my teaching of it, my practice of it has really evolved actually, since I wrote my book, I look at my book and I say, well, that's pretty fundamental uh, to where my head is now. But I look at law of attraction as kind of two-pronged. One is that which you attract to yourself, and it is all based, as Sheila and David say, it's based on frequency, and also that to which you are attracted that actually reflects your being. So you attract them to yourself, but you're also attracted to, to, um, to various things. And What's important to me is the congruence of, of thinking and feeling. Um, I've done a lot of reading these days, uh, Joe Dispenza and other, others who speak to these things in terms of law of attraction and neuroscience and the psychology of law of attraction. And in terms of the thinking and the feeling, first, we, we feel the way we think. You know, if you're really angry and you feel angry, um, that's what you feel and that's what you're going to attract. But before you know it, you begin to think the way you feel and it becomes a vicious cycle that you can't break out of. So if you're locked into those low frequencies, locked into those low bright vibrations and people wonder, why doesn't this thing work for me? Um, they need to understand how feeling and thinking must be congruent and how to break out of that, that syndrome, really break out of that cycle. That's how I'm looking at it these days. So, uh, yes, David. Like one thing I wanted to say is that with that like attracts like, we always have to be careful. Like I remind my clients too, is that like thoughts attract like thoughts too. So a lot of times we, people get caught up in a loop of either negative or positive. So that's something to be aware of as well. So how do you guide your, your clients to, uh, should I say, try to, break the habit or change the habit of their um, negative thoughts or low vibrational thoughts. And I guess the other question is maybe we should explain what the vibration is so people understand what frequency and vibration is as well. So well, I'm going to start with Dr. Jim, if that's okay with this. Sure. Well, everything is energy. Everything, you know, quantum physicists and scientists uh, uh, have pretty much acknowledged that even the most solid things our energy and everything emits some frequency. It's a high frequency, it's a low frequency. These, that's a very low frequency, that solid desk that I just pounded on. But nonetheless, it is emitting, it is emitting energy. Consciousness, our consciousness is, is at a very high energy potentially. I think in terms of uh, Dr. David Hawkins and his map of consciousness and how we gradually move up, move up, move up, or at least we might intend to, uh, trying to get to love at least, or unconditional mm -hmm. love. Um, but below a line of integrity, we are going to continue to attract as we emit negative vibrations and those feelings of anger, um, shame, guilt, all of the negative uh, emotions that humans experience, the more we, they're at a very low frequency in terms of emitting energy. So the first thing, Marla, is that we must become aware of what it is we're doing. So there's some degree of reflection. Self-reflection is very important. 
Uh, Self-contemplation, very important. Um, I even look and I even talk about it in terms of metacognition, understanding how you, how it is you think, what are your patterns and what's holding you back despite your highest intentions. So that's, um, that's one way that I access it and, and help people, um, help people access it. Um, ultimately trying to get to what I call the quantum heart or the, 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 the quantum field and observing who we are, observing what we don't like about ourselves, observing how to change that, um, a la law of quantum observation, and then going about it, it, being vigilant. It takes, this takes work. This takes work. It's not a matter of chanting Om or another mantra and having things always fall into your lap. Um, so that's, that's how, that's how I, I see it. And that's what I do. Thanks, Jim. David. <clears throat> sure. Well, when people get lost in these loops of negative thought, the first thing is to start becoming very aware of what you're thinking about and how you're thinking about it is the way you're thinking about something feeling like depressing, low vibration. And to me, that's what vibration you were asking earlier. Vibration is like, how are you feeling about something? Are you feeling like, yay, like I'm so excited about something? That's a high vibration. Or are you feeling like dread or you know fear, worry, doubt? That's more low vibration. That's how you can kind of tell where you are. Um, but one thing I like to do myself and I talk to my clients about is when you are thinking thoughts that you know are more low vibration or negative, just divert away from those thoughts. So one technique that I use, which is very simple, but it really works, is I ask my client to come up with just a list of about 10 to 20 words that make them feel good, you know, like different activities they like or their favorite people or favorite movies, whatever it is. And even just diverting deliberately, deliberately to that list when they're not feeling at a high vibration will help in the moment to switch their thoughts to more thoughts that make them feel good. And that really works. It sounds simple, but when you do it, you, you feel the difference. That's nice. That's a nice it, technique. It gives, a, you know, it gives you more control. Like we have way more control over our vibration slash how good we're feeling than most people think. It's, so it's just knowing what to do. And Sheila. So I would agree with everything, but I also look at things um, in a different, a little bit different way as I work with clients, because I'm, I'm also looking at that we're all frequency from oneness to the physical cells of our body. And which I'm sure you all are too. So we're all part of oneness, source energy, every that you know, all that is. And then we're also here in physical form and our emotions are in that process as are our higher levels of consciousness. So I help people to access and, and shift their attention, not just from one thought to another or one feeling to another, but one um, level of consciousness or frequency moving from different um I have different focal points that I teach people to move into in a meditative state, but then also to be able to access that throughout their day so they can just shift into that different point in order to draw in what is helpful to them. And I'm really um, an advocate for, for 
including all emotions and learning to stay connected during all emotions, stay connecting to source energy so that we don't feel one is negative or positive, but that we're simply choosing whether we're going to be in that experience at that moment or not. And so maybe we do get angry, but you can use anger as a passion, as an action to shift something too. So it can be used as a positive way of manifesting, but, you know, and I, I'm sure this is in alignment with what you, you have also said here, but it's a, it's a way of sort of very um, being very aware of our emotions and how to use them either to decide that we don't want to feel them and let them move on or choose to use whichever emotion it is to align ourselves more fully and in that space, draw in something that will match. What so it all comes like. down to choice is what you're yeah. saying. <laughs> yes. About choice. Yes. So, great. We only have a couple of minutes. So what I'm going to do, you know what? Let's go to commercial break now. We'll be right back and then we'll continue the conversation. I just didn't want to cut us off in the middle. So. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, A Guide to a Shorter Path to Learn to Live a More Self-Loving Life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, today is my manifestation panel, which I'm so thrilled to have because it's January, and why not reset for 2021? And so today, my my panel is, we've got Life Coach David Bartke, or Life Coach David, and he has been certified as a Law of Attraction coach for the last 10 years and has written two books, Vibratize Your Life and Magnetize Your Life, which tell the reader how to use the law of attraction in a very real way. David also wrote a 21-day self-guided program called Living the Law of Attraction. To check out more about David, you can look him up as lifecoachdavid.com. 
And then in addition, we have Dr. Jim or James Alvino. And Dr. Jim is an international speaker and speaker trainer, author, award-winning business coach, and spiritual entrepreneur. He is certified as a law of attraction trainer, quantum activist, and ho'oponopono practitioner. That can be a mouthful, Jim. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. It's a mouthful. And you can look up Jim and see what he does at www.jimalvino.com. And last but certainly not least, we've got Sheila Applegate. And Sheila is a manifestation coach, presenter, best-selling author of Enchanted One, The Portal to Love, and host of her upcoming TV show, Consciously Awesome Live on Sultivity TV. So welcome back, everyone. And so I know I asked you a question on the break about frequency and um and I'm going to be sort of repeat it, but we can change phraseology if you'd like from what was said on the break. But it talks about what I was thinking about, what came to me is, you know, people have these blips, you know, you know, you're running or, you know, you're going along and you're keeping your vibe pretty high. And then something happens and boom, it sort of explodes. How do you then come back to raising your vibration? So let's start with Sheila. So, When we were talking on the break, I mentioned that, you know, I teach people to be able to shift their attention to their different levels of consciousness through meditation and then until they form that whole vortex of energy. And when when we talk about being in the vortex or being aware that we're consciously in the vortex, because we are always in the vortex, but, you know, that's a way of feeling an alignment from source energy right into the cells of our body. And if we train in that, we can shift that pretty easily in different situations. But it's also important to take those trigger moments and to observe them, to feel them, and maybe use them to your advantage to see if there's any beliefs that need to get upgraded that you no longer are in alignment with, or if there's any emotions that are not in alignment with what you're working towards manifesting. So I think in each moment, it's a sort of intricate um, check-in of, well, let's, you know, let's first get aligned and then let's notice is this something I can just shift my attention away from right now because it's just not important to me or is it something that I can use as an opportunity to grow in order to manifest even more fully perfect thank you Dr. Jim first thing I've done is trained myself to ask is this my energy or somebody else's am I picking what am I picking up on Uh, based on the notion that everything is connected, that energetically we are all connected. And Sheila, I I love that you keep going back to source because that is absolutely the case also as I see it. So we are connected, but is it my energy or is it somebody else's energy that that I've I've, uh, kind of uh, gotten sucked into? And um, you mentioned, Marla, that yes, I'm a certified Ho'oponopono practitioner. And the way I the way I do that is the way I do that is um, first of all acknowledge as we all do as as, as uh, law of attraction people I think that we're responsible for our own lives we're responsible for our own thoughts we're responsible for what we bring in what we what we keep out Ho'oponopono is a, a more radical notion of responsibility it's a hundred percent responsibility which means that. Um, 
let's say Sheila says something or David said something and it triggers something in me. It pushes a button in me. First thing to acknowledge is it's not Sheila. It's not David. The button is in me. But we share a program. We share something that we've caught, so to speak, in the world. And uh, what Holopolopono teaches is to clean on that, to clear that out, to neutralize the program. So without getting too deep into what that is, there are several mantras that are used in Holopolopono for us to perpetually clear out whatever that issue is that we share. And the interesting thing is that if I clear it in myself, I'm going to clear it in you because we're, we're connected in that way. So I look at it that way, Marl. I've been doing a lot of Ho'oponopono these days and um, really, really with the intention of, of clearing, cleaning whatever mm-hmm. is blocking me. And, the, and most of the time, we don't know what that is. If it's the case, it's probably the case that all of us subscribe to some version of 95% of our reality or consciousness is beneath the surface. And if it is, then we can't always know what's going on. And a couple different approaches to that. I used to take the approach. I still take the approach, but more so of, okay, what's under there and let me get it to the surface so that I can deal with it. Through Ho'oponopono, there's some recognition that I may not get this to the surface, but I can do the mantras. I can do the clearing. I can do the neutralizing of the programs all the way back to source, Sheila, so that I can clear those blocks from me. And that's, that's, um, that's how I've been uh, evolving uh, my practice. And that's when a, when a blip comes up, that's, a, that's where I go. I immediately go there. That's great. Not that, not that the blip comes up, but how you handle it. So thank you for it's sharing. Blip, blips are going to come up. It's, You're right. it's the natural you human way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Right. And David. Right. Yes, those blips. I always say we're not robots, you know, whoever you are, whatever vibration you're at, something could just happen <laughs> that brings you down vibrationally. But like I said during the break, like in a practical way, if someone's in a mob or something happens and they're all upset about something or all dramatic about something, you just want to realize that. And then just in those moments, coach yourself like, OK, what's one thought better than what I'm thinking now? And just take that little step and then get that thought and that's going to feel a little bit better. And then what's one thought better than that? And gradually you're going to feel the difference in a positive direction. And then maybe later on you can do it again and get back to your nice high source energy vibration. I see stair steps in front of me. Yes. So when you're yeah. saying that, I visualize stair steps. And any, any movement, you know, to a higher vibration is great. It doesn't, right. You don't have to go all the way to a gay if you're feeling, you know, not feeling that immediately yeah my feeling is put on some happy music you know <laughs> that gets you singing or dancing in your vibrational that helps too, yeah. just like that jim you wanted to say something yes just just building on that um my my early probably 10 years ago too my early law of attraction mentor happened to be uh michael loger who did a lot of study with esther hicks and and so forth and michael talks about a reset button that if we all know what we don't want, or we're accustomed to saying, well, I don't want this, and I don't want that, and I don't want this, and the reset button is very simply, okay, what do you want? 
What do you want? What do you want? And I think originally when Michael doesn't go into the too much the areas that we're touching on today, the psychological, the emotional, but I've used the reset button to do the same thing if I'm in some kind of funk to get myself to the next level. So what do I want? Sometimes it's, it's hard to ask that first question. You're in such a funk. You don't even want to, you don't even want to go anywhere. But I force myself to say, okay, so what do I want? Okay, so what do I want? I want to feel better. I want to feel happier. I want to feel productive. I want to feel, 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 feel. And the next thing you know, you're out of it. So it is taking those little steps as hard as that first one can sometimes be and then keep going to your, really to your higher self, Go, going back to source, going back to source. And it's so true and it's so helpful. And I'm going to share that when I was going, I had, a, you know, like most of us, I had a divorce, not everybody. And during that divorce, I started getting really into my prayers and prayers really help in, for manifesting for me. But I was doing the reset in my prayers, not knowing it was the reset. And I'm like saying, okay, you know, if this happens, you know, I don't want this. And I did this whole very detailed laundry list of what I don't want. And it's like, no, I do not want this, but this is what I want. And then I'd go through a very copious, you know, opposite list, sort of like a matrix and, you know, turning it around. And I have to say that I believe I probably got 90% of what I tried to, you know, what I said I wanted. And I'm happy with that. So it does work the whole reset thing. Sheila, you were going to say. Yeah, just um, playing on the same idea here. One of the things I like to do is for myself and encourage people to do is to make a decision that um, you believe that the universe or source or life is, is conspiring on your behalf. So that you're not a victim and it's not like something coming at you that trigger isn't something that has gone wrong. But if, if, if the entire universe or source, everything that is, is conspiring on my behalf, even when I get this snag, what does that mean in aligning with what I'm, you know, how is that supporting me and getting to where I want to go? Because it must be. And I think that helps me to shift too in the moment in the same way that we're talking about. So true. Yes, David. And just to build on that even more is I love the line, things are always working out for me. Because that is like so helpful, in, especially too in those moments too, where we have the fear where we doubt about something. If we can just remember, oh, that's right. Things are always working out for me. So even though right now, maybe it looks a certain way, I know it's things are lining up. You know, we're talking about attraction. So you always want to get back to as best you can. Things are always working out for me. Even I may not even see it right now, but I know it's lining up that way. And that's also so helpful. It's very helpful to learn that you are where you are because, you know, if, you, if you're not where you want to be, you have to understand. What I tend to do is look for the opportunity gift or, you know, what, what is it? You know, is it a less an opportunity or gift or a combination of why am I here? Why, why am I in this situation right now, which gets you to the next place, in my opinion? So, which then brings me to the question, visualization. Does that play a part in manifesting? And if so, how? So, I'm going to start with Dr. Jim. I think it does. Uh, I almost said, well, I will say obviously, but you know, I had a, I had a philosopher, I had a very brilliant 
brilliant philosophy professor many, many years ago who was unable to visualize anything. He could not bring images to his mind, and yet he was a brilliant professor, uh, wrote many, 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 many books, very highly respected and, and so forth. I, I do visualize, but uh, I also find that energetically, for me, just personally for me, I get diminishing returns. I get to, oh, I'm visualizing this again. You know, whereas you have John Asaraf, for example, and others, others saying, you know, write down your visualization or do a visualization board twice a day, morning and night, you know, read it and so forth uh, and look at, look, recast or, re or go over your, your visualizations. I find I get diminishing returns. Uh, I find that as I'm even looking at the visualization, my mind is wandering. And so I, I stop. I stop it. And I look for other techniques like, like the year in retrospect is a visualization technique for me. And um, most mornings now, I'm looking at my year in retrospect and all that I accomplished and all that I grew in 2021. And it's just much more refreshing for me. I think um, I do have, I do have a, a, a little a little uh, uh, saying that I use with people, uh, mostly in a business context, and it does include visualization, and that is see it. See it is the very first one. See it, feel it, believe it, plot it, do it, and then surrender it. So visualization plays a part. You do have to, you do have to see it, but uh, my personal experience is it, it does not have the impact that I understand it has for others, and it does have a little a bit of diminishing returns for me. Thank you. Sheila. Well, since guided meditation is my primary <laughs> tool, I'm very visual. And um, really, the imagination and that visual energy is really important to me. And I find it really helpful. I do agree, Jim, that... Um, the feeling is more important than the picture in our heads when we're doing that. So really for me, it's about teaching people or for me moving into the space. Again, it's a vibrational thing because if I'm just trying in a, in my lower frequencies to think about it and to imagine it and trying to visualize it, I don't feel that impact. But when I shift my attention and I allow myself to, to rest into my higher frequencies where that imagination opens up and it's very visual and then I'm, I'm able to uh, put myself into the situation, which would be like the letter looking ahead and back, like it's already there. So that frequency, that, that energy, the feeling of it is really important. And then in part of the conscious meditation technique, that there's a frequency that is all about metaphor. And I, it's, a, it's really the key place to manifest because when we go there, I call it the vibrant new earth. And when we put our attention in that frequency, everything is is so vibrant so full and we're not um we're not trying for anything we're just playing and so we it may not even seem like it has anything to do with what we're wanting to manifest but when we allow ourselves in that space our creativity will create something and then we can just watch as it as it plays itself out. So in the in the meditation or the that frequency, it may not be literal. It may not look like a direct reaction, but that feeling, the creativity, the possibilities come in, and then we see it 
in our earth as it plays out. Thank you, David. I know we only have a couple minutes. Okay, well, building on that, I agree that if you want to visualize something for the purpose of being in the vibration of it and feeling good, if you're like upset or not in the right mood, it's not going to work. You know, that's even with vision boards. A lot of times people say, oh, I have a vision board. And I always ask, when you look at the vision board, does it make you feel good? Or does it make you feel, why hasn't that happened yet? Or that lover hasn't happened yet or whatever they're looking at. And if it's not doing that, put the vision board away for now, you know, get your, because to visualize where it works, you have to be in like at a higher vibration where you're feeling good and you can visualize what you want and you're feeling it. And then you'll in the vibration of it, which means you're drawing it to you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay, we have to take another break. We'll be right back. And stay tuned, please. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Do you find that your journey to loving yourself is taking a f***ing long time? Here's your shortcut. Read Marla Goldberg's book, My F***ing Long Journey to Loving Myself, a guide to a shorter path to learn to live a more self-loving life. Order on Amazon or MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. Have you ever wanted to scream, but you couldn't because of all the people who might hear you? Now, we have your answer. The original Scream Pillow. It can be used at work, the bathroom, in the closet, or anywhere you want to scream and not have everyone know what you're screaming about. Order yours today at MarlaGoldberg.com. That's Marla, G-O-L-D-B-E-R-R-G.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Guided Spirit Conversations. To reach Marla Goldberg or her guest today, you're invited to call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. If you'd rather send an email, the address is guidedspiritconversations at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hello, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. If you've just tuned in, I have my manifestation panel with me, my law of attraction panel, you might want to call it. So I've got Sheila Applegate, who is a manifestation coach, presenter, and best-selling author of Enchanted One, The Portal to Love. And she's the upcoming host of Consciously Awesome Live on Solivity TV. To look for Sheila and see what she does, you can contact, um, I'm sorry, check out her website at www.sheilaapplegate.com. And it's a clear-cut spelling. Um, we also have Dr. James Alvino. Jim is an international speaker, speaker trainer, author, award-winning business coach, and spiritual entrepreneur. He is certified as a law of attraction trainer, quantum activist, and Ho'opono practitioner. To check out Jim, check out Jim Alvino, A-L-V-I-N-O.com. And last but not least, we have life coach David Bartke. 
And David has been certified as a law of attraction life coach for the past 10 years. He has written two books, Vibratize Your Life and Magnetize Your Life. You can check out David at lifecoachdavid.com. So please check all three of these people out. They have so much to offer that it's it's amazing. And this has been a great conversation. So if you've missed it, I hope you'll pay attention to the replay and uh, listen to that. So it's charity shout out time. We've got three charities. So if we can quickly address our charities, Sheila, yours is foodfinders.org. What is foodfinders.org? It is a 501c3 company that is um, re- Per, it's taking not, um, non or perishable foods that would would not be lasting, and then getting them to pantries and shelters in Southern California. So I like, and and they're working with farmers as well. So I like the distribution process, and also um, my daughter lives in Southern California, and it's getting hit with COVID right now, really bad in our country. You know, yes. it's one of the worst right now. So. Um, just helping people out there feels really important. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. And David, we've got uh, the Maltese Metropolitan Maltese Rescue or MalteseRescue.com. Yes, and I love that one because um, I used to live in New York. And they're just a great organization that saves uh, mostly Maltese, sometimes other dogs. And it's just unbelievable some of the stories you read about these dogs that sometimes they were just left somewhere or uh, it's crazy but they do really good work with making sure that um, every dog they rescue finds a home Perfect. So that's why I highly recommend that thank you very much so check out MalteseRescue.com and Dr. Jim we've got the Prasad P-R-A-S-A-D dot org or a Prasad project and it's Prasad.org tell us about that yeah, Prasad project headquartered in India it is a project of Siddhi Yoga and uh, Guru Mahajivalasananda and and her her lineage uh, in uh, in India. I've always had an affinity for Eastern philosophy, and this has been my this has been my my um, meditation path since 1988. The Prasad Project feeds the hungry and also has eye camps that travel from village to village, correcting cataracts surgery, eye surgery, and, and other corrective measures for both adults and children. And, yes. and that's, as you said, at Prasad, P-R-A-S-A-D dot org. Perfect. Thank you so much. So I have, I think I have time for one question for each or one, whatever, because um, <laughs> some might want a story. So I know, David, you wanted to talk about a manifestation story. Yeah, I'm going to actually tell a different one than we talked about. But um, there was a time uh, a few years ago, I wanted a particular car and I was really thinking about it in a high vibration way. And I thought to myself, well, let me just go test drive one because then I'll be behind the wheel and it'll really even help more. So I went down and test drove it and it was fantastic and I was excited about it. And then, you know, they always try to get you to buy the car. Right. So I thought I couldn't afford it. So we were talking about price and everything and I told the salesman, you know, what I could do per month and, oh, that's not possible. That's not possible. So I was like, okay, you know, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And I went home still excited about attracting this car because it was so nice. And a few days later, my phone rang and it was the salesman. He goes, would you be opposed 
to driving one of these cars with everything you wanted that we had as a loaner car. There's about a thousand miles on it, but it's still in perfect condition, has everything you want, and you can get it for below what you said you could pay per month. I was like, I'm coming down. There you go. <laughs> you got your car. Was, the next day was in my garage. So I just like to tell that because it's a fun manifestation story. And I, you know, I kept myself in the vibration of it, even though I didn't know how it was going to happen. And it happened. So, Which is about what we're talking about yes, today. Yes, yes. Sheila, did, what did you, what would you like to share a story? or? Uh... I think that I just want to touch for people, um, I want to touch on the fear of manifesting something that you don't want, because I think that does keep us um, from living in our full power of manifestation. And we're afraid we're going to have a negative thought or we're going to have, we're going to think of something or worry about something and then it's going to happen to us or we're going to think of something we want. And then it turns out that it wasn't good for us. And I just want you to remember what I said about, you know, the universe sources conspiring on your behalf. So if it's something the power comes when you're in full alignment with your thoughts and your emotions and your source energy. That's when you're in full power. When you're off that power, then things slow down a bit. And so if it's a worry, yeah, you might attract something that reminds you of that worry, but it doesn't mean that because you thought of cancer and worried about it for 10 minutes, you're going to have cancer or anything like that. So just relax and remember that it's safe and the universe is always going to give you enough opportunities to change your mind and get in further alignment. Perfect. Thank you. And Dr. Jim, you wanted to talk about what keeps us blocked. What keeps us blocked very, very briefly. You know, that's a show in its own. But we talk a lot about frequency. We talked a lot about lower frequency and we talked a lot about some lower emotions that uh, get us really twisted. But six things, essentially, if I may just rattle through them. Attachments. Attachments, aversions, addictions, compulsions, inhibitions, and wrong identification. I just want to hang on that for a minute. Wrong identification means we're identifying with the small self. We're not identifying with source. We're not identifying with the transcendental self. We're not identifying with the divine. And if we, if we identified with the divine within, we would understand that everything is perfect the way it is. The universe indeed is conspiring on our behalf. And with that kind of faith and congruence of feeling and, and thinking, we can indeed bring into our lives and bring into the lives of, of everyone that which is good. That is, that is great. And so those blocks, um, which I think a lot of people have, I mean, to some Absolutely. point or another. Um, so how do we open these blocks if we can um, just like, uh, like 30 seconds each? Do you have any suggestions on key, like if you realize you have a block, one of these, many of these, what do we do to try and open them up? I know it's about frequency, but what do you suggest? Well, one, one is to obviously to become aware of what's going on inside of us. What's going on inside of them? Am I holding on to something? What am I feeling right now? Why am I feeling this anger? Why am I feeling this resentment? What is it? Where did it come from? To the extent that I can analyze that. Okay. And then once I see that or find that, I let go of that through the various practices that we've been that we've been talking about. I do a lot, as I said, I do a lot of ho'oponopono, just in turn, and a, and a lot of mantra, 
a lot of mantra to neutralize the negative energy. But first, Thank I you. want to understand attachment addiction. Okay. Thank Good. you, David. Thank you. Yeah, just quickly, like, like, you know, without knowing someone's whole story, but basically, a lot of times the block is caused because we're focusing still too much on what is instead of what we want. So if we can get ourselves to focus more on what we want, then the what we want will eventually become the what is. And that's perfect. a very brief way of saying a lot, but. <laughs> it's, but it's great. It's perfect. Thank you. And Sheila. I would say checking with our beliefs and seeing if there are any outdated beliefs within us, um, being aware of ourselves, self-awareness, and most of all, love. Whenever we're in the frequency of love, all the other energies dissolve. So true. I want to thank you all so much for being here today. Sheila Applegate, if you want to find out more about Sheila, please check her out at Sheila Applegate. A-P-P-L-E-G-A-T-E dot com. David, is it Bartke? I'm sorry, that always gets me. But it's lifecoachdavid.com. You can check on what David does. And last but not least, Dr. James Alvino. And he's at jimalvino.com. They're all amazing. Check them out. They have so many wonderful ways to help you with your manifestation living the life that you deserve to live and that you want to live. So please check out each and every one of our my guests today. I want to thank everyone at Voice America for all you do to get this show on the road and, and get it up and running and having us all sound so great. Thank you so much. I want to thank Bridget, my assistant, right hand, left hand. You just helped me in ways, so many ways I can't even say them on the air, but thank you. I want to thank you, the listening audience, for taking time out of your day, out of your life to be a part of this show. Hopefully, my goal, my my fire of desire is for you to learn about these amazing practitioners and be able to pick up things that they're sharing with you that can help you in your life to have you get the life that you really deserve and are divinely meant to have. So thank you for tuning in. I hope you'll like, subscribe, and review the show. Um, I would love to know your thoughts. And until next time, as always, I send you love. I send you blessings. I send you gratitude. Know how loved you are and how grateful I am for you being in my life in any way that you are. Stay well. <laughs> 